0: A man will never love you or treat you as well as a store. If a man doesn't fit, you can't exchange him seven days later for a gorgeous cashmere sweater. And the store always smells good. A store can awaken a lust for things you never even knew you needed. And when your fingers first grasp those shiny new comics hello and welcome to episode 442 nope 443 of under the call of ms this is the final previews episodes for this month of goodies coming out in the next few months from your comic retailers wherever you buy your comic goodies online or in shops and we're going to talk about a couple of comics to start us out. We got the new Fantastic Four. This is a very interesting collaboration of uh, the Hulk. That's the H. I can't think of his name. We got Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, Wolverine, and the Gray Hulk character. They're heading up this group of the new Fantastic Four. It's got Spider-Man, Wolverine. Oh, they just say the Hulk, but I was thinking this was that uh, one militarized Hulk. But I could be wrong, I guess. Ghost Rider. When the Fantastic Four were captured, these four unlikely heroes were first recruited to take their place. Together... They are the new Fantastic Four. Apparently, the events of this story takes place not long after Fantastic Four Volume 1, number 347 to 349, which I did not read anything. This is called Hell in a Handbasket. We get an interesting sewer character that's doing some stuff to some Street urchins, people living on the streets, and Spidey's trying to help some of them and notices what's going on, and for some reason has this urge to go somewhere else and Las Vegas, basically, and just is being called there as well as the other characters. As they, as we find out, as they meet up along the way, and you got to read this to find out where they're, why they're joining up, where, why they're getting together, why they're taking over. I didn't see nothing about the other Fantastic Four being damaged or whatever. So in the beginning of this, I didn't know that that was going on until I just read that little segment. But I have a nice. Wraparound cover is the one that I chose that has the new Fantastic Four on the front cover and the old Fantastic Four on the back cover. You open it up and it's a cool nice little layout page. But yeah, we meet an interesting new character that I've never met before. That's part of this that's causing a bunch of trouble along the way. And I'm interested where it's going to go with it, but I just chose to get the first issue just to get a feel for it. I wasn't going to jump on the whole run. I figured I'd trade it out later on when they put it all together because I wasn't sure if they were going to only do a few issues or not, so I went that route with it. And then with my IA oh yeah, Comics order that I got the other day, I have Oh yeah, comics number ten. I like to pick up another one of these every time I get an order. They have a nice little run of these, but it's a collaboration of different oh yeah comic style stories done by a variety of different fans and other comic uh, book writers and artists, and it's just fun seeing everybody's different views and how they play with the action cat characters and all the other baddies and in the universe and it's just I mean some of the names that are part of this collaboration for this one is Balthazar, Franco McMahon, Doris Wood, Dardowski, Sheet, Rosner, Pittman, Rosato, Connor, RaKelly. Uh, there's a nice variety of people that are putting out fun little stories and parodies and whatnot. And <laughs> a Fun little zombie cat. No free lunch story or zombie cat just happens to come across a box full of Free kittens. (laughs) Then we got some who's who in the, oh, yeah, comics universe. These, this number two and three. They got a variety variety of these coming out. Art says I think he's going to have about ten of them coming out. And then probably not soon after, probably a couple more because he keeps coming out with more and more new comics. And I love how they laid this out with each character gives them their species, their powers, their story, their first appearances, who they're created by a little quote by them. And then in the back of the book, they have the the good and evil realms separated and where these different characters would be on different planets and Earth and who knows where they're coming from. But if you like the IA uh, yeah, comics universe, I'd say definitely get the Who's Who in the IA uh, yeah, comics books so you can see if there's something you could learn that you didn't know about your favorite characters. Then the final one I'm gonna talk about is we got Webster the Spider Monkey. We got this new comic that art just put out, and this was a blast. It's basically a kind of Spider-Monkey, spider, Spider-Man Spider parody style with a lot of fun octopus and rhino characters and a lot of other characters from this new part of the universe. Oh, yeah, universe. And I love this character. This is probably one of my new favorite characters out there. From the, oh yeah, comics group. And the Electric Milk. Company. But, uh. I suggest definitely going to ArtBaltazar.com. Picking yourself up. At least a copy of Webster. The Spider Monkey. And seeing if you like that character. If your kids like that character. You can get him in the comics. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to future ones. Of that. I hope he keeps going with that run for a while. But we're gonna oh, we'll throw a quick Kelvin and Hobbs cartoon in here. We got Kelvin and Hobbes sitting at the kitchen table having a bowl of cereal. Kelvin's pouring the milk into his cereal and he says, I like cereal to crackle and pop when I put milk on it. See? Very entertaining. Hobbs looks at it and says, I've never seen Raisin Brand do that, as it's crackling and popping. And Kelvin says, I put in an Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> That'll do it. Or some Pop Rocks. Or... <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back after this with the rest of the goodies you can buy in the future from your comic book shops. This month, coming out in a few months, so we'll be right back after this. Okay, next up for goodies to buy, we got Miss Marvel and Venom number one one shot by Marvel Comics. Deadly Symbiosis Venom is on the hunt. But who is hunting Venom? I think that should say but, not ut. They have U-T. Miss Marvel teams up with Dylan Brock, the new wicked web slinger on the block, as a scheme to harness the symbiote rears its ugly head. The first Venom-Miss Marvel partner- partnership is also the concluding moment movement of the superhero symphony of the summer. As we reveal the connection between Wolverine, Moon Knight, and Venom. And Kamala Khan's team up uncovers the larger plot behind it all. You will not believe who's pulling the strings. Sounds like Kamala Khan's teaming up with a little bit of everybody this summer. That one sounds like it could be a fun one. Is that, yeah, it's a one shot. We have My Travels. In Japan, comic book artist Amazing Journey by Turtle Publishing. (laughs) For comic book artist Audrey Nicklin, her visit to Japan was a trip of a lifetime. However, she only had 10 days to see everything she had dreamed of. Armed with her watercolors and accompanied by her husband, Connor, she explored Hiroshima and its Peace Memorial Park the famous red-gated shrine at the Mayahima, Hamiji Castle, neon-lit Osaka, the ancient temple of Mount Koya, Nara, and Kyoto, and the crowded streets and leafy parks of Tokyo. The highlights of Audrey's grand tour of Japan include encounters with wild deer while visiting the famous Mai- Mayayama, Mayayama, Red Gate. I'm going to be bad at this. A visit to Hiroshima's Atomic Bomb Museum, spotting Gijas on the back streets of Kyoto. A visit to to the Tokyo Graveyard, where the famed 47 Ronin and Buried Testing Authentic, uh, where the famed 47 Ronin are buried. Tasting authentic dishes like sushi, okana miyaki, ramen, and Japanese barbecue. Tips on getting around Japan by bullet train, local train, ferry, and bus. With cute illustrations and entertaining commentary from the artist, this book will appeal to manga fans and anyone who loves Japan. Practical tips are included for those interested in painting on location. <laughs> okay. Uh, that would be a fun book to pick up if you're going to take a trip to Japan. Might have some interesting tidbits in there. We have Nasty, number one, by Vault Comics. Calling all scary movie fans. Scotland, 1994. 18-year-old Thumper Connell still has an imaginary friend, the masked killer from his favorite slasher film. Thumper is obsessed with horror and always has been. He fills his time with scary VHS rentals and hanging out with his fellow fans. The Murder Club But everything changes when his local video shop acquires one of the notorious films known as Video Nasties. Films so scary, they're the target of the British Moral Decency Leagues, Crusade, Ban, and Burn. But it's only a movie, right? It's all just imaginary, isn't it? A story about the perception of evil. The power of the genre. The love of fandom. The need to create art. Oh. And crap your pants terror. (laughs) That one sounds interesting. We have a, or no, I guess this is a book. I thought it was a figure for a second. But it's Nervous Rex number one by It's Alive. Rexford the T-Rex is back in print after 37 years. This was the first comics work from animator William Van Horn, who would go on to make the name make a name for himself at Disney, drawing Donald Duck and Uncle Scrooge comics. Mild-mannered Tyrannosaurus Rexford doesn't really fit in with the Jurassic Age, as he'd rather just eat oatmeal and hang. Out with his friends. This issue, his wife, Deary, is always after him to be a more aggressive meat-eater, an add to the fossil record, also featuring a backup story starring the diminutive King Billy, featuring a retro cover along with an all-new variant cover by original creator William Van Horn and original colorist Barbara Marker. Don't recognize that little T-Rex from my early days. Next up, we have New Rat City, number one, by Scout Comics. It's 2083, and there's not much left of New York City after years of floods, pest, and infrastructure mismanagement. The only people keeping the city habitable, for its few remaining residents, are the pest controllers. And humane laws mean they generally aren't allowed to kill. Felicia Shepard is a pest controller who has recently taken over the family business after her mother disappeared and a rat-related accident took her dad out of commission. Felicia does the best she can for her clients, but her job becomes much harder when swarms of unnervingly unnervingly organized pests start running rampant across the city. Enjoy the first issue of this nonstop title, followed by the entire story collected soon in one volume. Looks interesting from the cover. Could be a good trade pick later on down the line. We have Knight of the Living. It's L I V I N D. I don't know if that's a misprint. Yeah, it's got to be because it's spelled living on the cover. So Knight of the Living Dead Revenants Number One by American Mythology. The dead shall rise again. The horror comic event of the year begins as we take fans back to the farmhouse that started it all. George Romero's macabre masterpiece shaped the cinematic landscape of horror for the last 50 years. Now, American mythology has joined forces with Image 10, the original production company for the film and official license holder, to bring fans a new dose of the dead with a comic series paying homage to the horror classic. Come along as we follow Johnny and Barbara to the graveyard that changed their lives forever. You thought you knew the story? But get ready for some surprises and unexpected twists along the way, as the series explores the lost tales of how our group of wayward travelers Tom, Judy, Ben, Barbara, Johnny, and the Cooper family came to find each other at the same fateful farmhouse on one dark and ghoul filled night. It's timeless terror at its finest. This issue comes with four covers. Yeah, we don't need to know that, all that stuff, but yeah, it's nice that they're throwing in some fun little off-shoot stories in there, so I might have to check it out, because if you like zombies, you have to be a fan of Night of the Living Dead, because it's the classic, it's one of the starters, the originals, (coughs) excuse me, and this one sounds like a Night of the Living Dead with vegetables, maybe, it's called Night Vegan, by Kex Publishing. Prosperous Lake, New Mexico. Population 398. That's my kind of town. Isn't the place where Vinny the Shovel wanted to end up in witness protection. Working at the local hardware store isn't the height of excitement. Not even when the town is hosting the county's 100th agricultural fair. But when a tanker truck carrying a disastrous secret experiment crashes near town this town isn't just dead it's about to get undead so yeah that's I thought maybe the veg. I was hoping the vegetables would come to life kind of like attack of the killer tomato style but I don't know it almost sounds like the town's gonna turn into zombies but hell I don't care got zombies sounds interesting to me i'd check it out oh sure i'm upstairs and now my wife's phone's going off instead of <laughs> the phone that goes off when i'm downstairs all right they have a nightmare before christmas m-e-a-o-4-o minifig six-piece set of characters by beast kingdom so you get jack pumpkin jack and the Oogie Boogie and all the characters, all the main characters are on there. And next up we got ninjets, number one by Dynamite Entertainment. <clears throat> They're doing these female trios, all uh, what was the one we had earlier? The oh, dang it. Brain just went blank. Charlie's Angels yeah, parodies that we, that we had earlier. See if this is anything like that. But we got Ninjets number one by Dynamite Entertainment. Bursting from the pages of Jennifer Blood, meet the nin- Ninjets. These college-age women were taught to fit the profile, forced to become deadly, and expendable assassins. But who created the profile? Why were they selected to its latest deadly operatives? To be its latest deadly operatives? Oh, boy. (laughs) I can't speak. And who will they kill first? Their targets or each other? It's all out action from writer Fred Van Lent and artist Joseph Cooper. Yeah. Looks Interesting little ninja cover that they got going on there. But, yeah, we'll see. They have a numbskull PS5-inspired gaming locker. So you can just totally hook up your PS5, your headsets, your controllers, all that stuff. Just put it all together in there. So keep it clean, keep it nice. Keep your area looking good. We have Onyx number one one shot by Image Comics. Sorry about the whistle. I don't have my lower teeth in right now. They fell out, so I had to take them out. <laughs> Lock and key artist and co creator Gabriel Rodriguez, colorist Jay Photos, and writer Chris Ryal bring you the complete extra length tale of a cyborg warrior who calls herself Onyx. Onyx arrives in a near future Nigeria beset by overpopulation and food shortages, alongside another alien entity that corrupts all life forms in its presence. Is Onyx here to save the planet? Or in its final throes, help hasten its destruction? Doesn't give me enough information to catch it. They have brought these things back, the Tamagotchis. I uh, got yeah, like an original Tamagotchi Retro Flowers eight-piece solid display by Bandai America. You can buy them individually, I'm sure. They got a variety of different looks and colors out there now. They have a Pac-Man Ghost Light by Paladone Products. If you need a nice little soft bedroom light, that'd be fun to have lit up. Uh they have Pac-Man Shi Shimi Series Six-Piece Trading Figure Set From Ryboz With the little Pac-Man figures. They have a Peanuts Boxing Snoopy UDF Figure Series 13 By Medicom. And got Snoopy all Pissed off looking with his boxing gloves on. And then we got... Peanut Snapping Charlie Brown and Snoopy UDF Figure Series 13 by Metacon. Or yet, Charlie Brown kicking back out in the grass with so his head on a rock and Snoopy sleeping on top of Charlie Brown's big round head. <laughs> got a pen pot hugging monster figure blind mystery box eight-piece display. I have no idea what pen pots are, but I like the blind mystery box things. Pickle Tales, I usually don't talk of ongoing, but I bought the first one, loved it. And they have the Trade Paper Rag volume 2 out now, jinks of Muffin and Roscoe 2008-2020. to 2020. So at least that should be the final book. So I might get it. I was hoping there was just going to be one book, but of course they had to bring another one out. This one will take you all the, all the way to 2020, and then there won't be a third one then for... Probably till we hit two thousand thirty. Next up is Pink Lemonade, number one, by Oni Press. Breakout indie comic sensation Nick Cagnetti's sleeper hit comes to Oni Press. A new hero on the scene, Pink Lemonade dreams of doing big things, but ultimately she'll set settle for doing good helping where she can. Things don't always work out as planned, as Pink Lemonade sees when she accidentally crashes a set of the next Rex Radical blockbuster movie. While trying to do her hero thing, there's a misunderstanding with some cops, and just when you think she's sunk, she gets an offer she may not be able to refuse. But it is too good to be true. Meet the heroine with the mysterious past. Colorful costume, altruistic outlook, a zippy motorcycle, and an overactive imagination. It's all pretty cool. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. They have a pop Disney light ear Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear XL01 vinyl figure and another Buzz Lightyear figure. They have two different versions. One's got him holding the cat, one doesn't. One's more colorful. They have the Izzy Hawthorne figure. They have the Lightyear Socks, the cat figure. They had a Lightyear Zerg vinyl figure. There's a pop Marvel Thor Love and Thunder gore vinyl bobblehead figure. And of course, these are all Funko pops, so they're from Funko. Uh, pop Marvel Thor Love and Thunder Korg, or Korg vinyl bobblehead. So I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know who half those characters are. Uh, they have the meek. Vinyl bobblehead figure, which I'm gonna have to get. I, lo- I love the meek figure, and then they have the mighty Thor, the female, the new female Thor, and the old Thor, and the Valkyrie. And they have a pop ride, super deluxe Marvel Thor, Love and Thunder, Goat Boat with Thor tooth. Tooth-Nasher and Tooth-Grinder. Vinyl bobblehead. Why do they have to make a bobblehead? But yeah, that's cool with the little critters pulling the sleigh with Thor in it. Then we have Popstar Assassin 2, number one. This one is from Sumerian Comics. Popstar Assassin is back, baby. Veronica gets a ride. McQuinn and Molly visit an old friend at Paradise City. TT rolls out in a 1965 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. We take a walk through Bruce's subconscious with Mr. Krolick, and they give us no more information, which would be nice, but... kind of like where they're going, but I don't know how long this run's going to go. So I'm going to wait to see what the trade looks like when it comes out. And then I think I'm going to stop it there, and I will get back with more goodies soon. Next up, we got Punchline Special number one by Antarctic Press. It's Wall to Wallace, one two punchlines in this special crossover one shot. Talented ventriloquist Camilo Wallace, aka Weratus Man, is nearly broke after paying for his special superhero suit and so is now on a quest for treasure. Along the way, he finds an ally in Versimi, Along with generosity, action, and a source of unlimited bacon. What a lucky guy. Okay, that sounds like a goofy one. I never know what the punchline if they have anything to do with the DC character and stuff. It's just so confusing when they reuse names. They have a rare... Harry Hussens. Harry Hussens. Skeleton Army Resin Statue. By Star Ace Toys Limited. An array Harry Hussens Skeleton Army Resin Statue Deluxe version. That has like a couple skeletons coming up out of the ground. And one standing tall with the shield. Pretty cool looking. But they have quite the price tag on them. And we had... All kinds of things full of heads. Now we got a refrigerator full of heads by DC Black Label. This collects refrigerator full of heads number one to six. For a year now, the mysterious axe that unleashed pandemonium on Brody Island during the hurricane of 83 has waited at the bottom of the bay. But nothing that powerful stays buried forever. When a vacationing couple Calvin Beringer and Arlene Fields find themselves on the wrong side of Brody's unsavory elements, their beach combing will turn up something a lot sharper than sea glass. It'd be an interesting little find with the metal detector. We have Resident Evil Infinite Darkness Beginning Number. Number one, excuse me, got a burp attack going again. By Tokyo Pop, which I'm loving seeing anything Resident Evil popping up, based on a 2021 animated series featured on Netflix, Resident Evil, Infinite Darkness, this exciting graphic novel tie-in features all new original stories from the world of Resident Evil. I can't wait. That's I'm um, all for some new Resident Evil stuff. They're getting ready to do a complete remake of the franchise, it looks like. Hopefully they don't mess it up. Need another cookbook? We got the Rick and Morty official cookbook. I'm sure they got all kinds of interesting recipes by Insight Editions. All kinds of sciency, experimental-style uh, recipes. Then we have the Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons Complete Adventure Trade Paperback by IDW Publishing. I started on this run but never finished it. It was interesting. This includes Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons number one to four, Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons Painscape number one to four, plus a brand new story from Jim Zub and Troy Little. Featuring Mr. Meeseeks conquering the Forgotten Realms. So that's cool. And you get an extra story in here, plus the two complete runs. That's nice. But I will probably wait till I find it in the bargain bin. Gotta behave myself. Been buying too many goodies. At roadie number one by Dark Horse Comics from Tim Seely and Fran Gallen, comes this horror saga about nostalgia, heavy metal music, hell, and redemption. More than 35 years after his heyday, a former heavy metal roadie must return to the backroads of America to do a job he thought he'd retired from. Exorcist, exorcist was his job. But this time, he's not saving groupies and drunk bassist. He's trying to save his daughter. I'm sure that has some fun storylines, especially with Tim Seeley working on it. So I might at least have to check out the first couple issues of that one. We got Robin Hood Baba Yaga, number one, by Xenoscope Entertainment. Baba Yaga is back in the Big Apple, and Robin is none too happy about it. The evil witch is in town and up to no good, and she's not about to let Robin get in the way of her secret mission, and if Baba has to kill her to complete it, all the better. Things aren't looking good for New York, New York City's biggest heroes. Interesting. I thought she did a Baba Yaga one not long ago. But, who knows, she's always conquering some type of huge beast. Speaking of beast, we got the Rogaroo one-shot by Uncharted Wilderness Studios. After a young girl is attacked by a mysterious creature on a homestead ranch in 1868, a U.S. Marshal... Arrives the next day and recounts the tale of the Rogaru, a beast that he has been hunting across the country but has always been one step behind. I think the Rogaru is kind of like a werewolfish style creature. Can't really remember offhand, but I'm pretty sure it was. They're usually werewolfish or Bigfootish. We got the Sabrina Anniversary Spectacular, number one, by Archie Comics. We couldn't possibly enter spooky season without celebrating Sabrina as much as possible. And we're kicking off this spectacular with a brand new Sabrina story that we guarantee will be the greatest Sabrina Halloween story ever. In celebration, vexation... It's Sabrina's birthday, and she's celebrating her day with an epic battle against her nemesis, a brand new character named Amber Nightstone. Amber is an evil witch born at exactly the same time as as Sabrina. Only one witch born that day may live amongst mortals, and Amber wants her turn. So she has to erase Sabrina from the history. All that, plus a collection of classic-style spellbinding stories. Well, damn it, that one, I I like that storyline, and I like that it's a new character. It sounds like she's going to be a nasty little character. So that is going to be a key comic, so I'm going to have to probably get my hands on that one. We have Saga of a Doomed Universe, number one of three by Kex Publishing. Uh, Let's see, the heroes have been murdered, all except for Roy Brannan, a costumed loser who could never become the champion that Earth needs. Now it will be Roy's chance to prove everyone wrong, even if he has to destroy the entire universe to do it. This is the comic that changed everything. Presented in three triple-sized volumes with six covers. But I don't know what this comic is. I don't know nothing about that comic, so. That's kind of confusing, trying to figure that storyline out. We have Savage Spider-Man trade paperback. It's resolicited, so they must have had it out before by Marvel Comics. But if you missed it. It collects Savage Spider-Man, number one to five, which was one I considered checking out. We have Scarlet Sisters, number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. Three heroes rise to save their city, but is their combined power enough when a mysterious and deadly cult-like organization inches closer to taking control of New York City's criminal and political systems? Masquerade, Woman in Red, and Lady Satan team up as the Scarlet Sisters. Can SS solve the murder of one of their own allies while pushing back against their unseen corrupt foes? Find out in the standalone one-shot. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like my company, and they shouldn't use the word SS. I don't think that could be confusing. <laughs> People might think they're talking about something else. There's a Scooby-Doo HMBR Micro 1.75 inch vinyl figure from Bensussen Dutch & Associates. Cute little Scooby figure. And we have Sea of Time, number one of four, by Floating World Comics. The visionary tone poem explores the nature and indigenous ecological traditions that influenced Imperial Expedition naturalist G.W. Stoller, who at the moment of his death in 1746 recalls his discoveries and travels. Throughout Siberia and the North Pacific. How can he recall them if he's dead? How do you know he recalled them? Where did you find these books? All right, we got Sengi and Tembo, number one, second printing by Scoot Launch. This looks, yeah, we've seen this before with the mouse and the elephant. so this is a second printing then okay so we don't need to go back into that again but if you missed it the first time it's available again i know it was an interesting storyline so there's sergeant werewolf number one by black caravan sergeant steve hovater leads a small group of u.s commandos to infiltrate Liechtenstein castle in germany and recover intel Oh, sorry, I'm just catching this knockout here all of a sudden on fights that I have muted in the background from the last UFC event. Uh, so, Liechtenstein Castle in Germany and recover intel on Nazi occult operations. The commandos are captured and Sergeant Habitar, Habater or Habitar, is executed. Hours later, Sergeant Havatar is transformed into a werewolf and uncovers a much more sinister plot at Castle Liechtenstein. The Nazis are trying to evoke the Norse god of thunder, Thor, to aid them in their war efforts. Sergeant Werewolf must save his team from this castle of horrors, but he'll have to go through an army of golems first. Yeah, it's sounds interesting. (laughs) Shazam! Thundercrack. It's by DC Comics. It's a trade paperback. Billy Batson's never been a team player, and becoming the superhero Shazam didn't seem to change that much. But his new strength and stamina will make football a breeze. Which is good, because his school needs a new quarterback. Between football practice and superhero training, Billy's muscles are getting bigger. But so is his ego. Will foster dad Victor's wise counsel and memoirs of his own football triumphs help keep young Shazam grounded? Probably not, because he's a little shithead, like all kids. At that age. Alright. Shock Shop. This has a cool color cover. Number one. By Dark Horse Comics. Cullen Bunn. Danny Luckert. And Leela Lies. Present a brand new horror anthology. Flip comic. Taking place in a haunted comic book shop. With a twisted retailer. Filled with tales of terror sure to leave you with the lights on. In Familiars, after a painful divorce, Trevor rents a house and tries to rebuild his life. Soon he discovers that his house appears to be haunted by more than one spirit, and the creatures begin feeding on Trevor's feelings of anger and guilt. In Something in the Woods, in the dark, a husband and wife going through a tough time go on a camping trip with a few friends as they trek further into the forest they realize that they are being stopped something in the woods starts killing the campers and it may have ties to the campers more than any of them realize uh, I'm sure it's good with Cullen Bunn behind it. I wish it was a one-shot, not an ongoing. We have Shootman's Embarrassing Life Figure Blind Mystery Box. Eight-piece display by More Than Fun. Then we have Sick and Twisted, number one, from Fright Unseen. Cry for Dawn co-creator Joseph M. Monks returns to his Splatterpunk Roots with a brand new title. Three stories, 32 pages, and the extreme edge he's known for. Zombie Killer Gory Lori returns in a tale illustrated by Will Playden, while in Dead Sea Illustrated by Jason Moser, New York buddies looking for something unusual find it thanks to an underground newspaper. Devoted to showing off the city's sea underbelly. Uh, it had me started to show interest, and then it lost me. Silver Streak, Season 1, Number 1, by Lev Gleason Publications. Silver Streak, the name every racing fan hoped they would hear at pole position again, is still nowhere to be found. After a horrific crash that put them at their pit crew and their pit crew out of the circuit, Streak is desperate to get back on track. But something is different since the crash. It's not just Streak's car that has speed anymore. Now with a set of powers they don't understand, new complications arise. Hunted and indebted The problems just keep piling up. How long can Streak run from them? Sometimes the most significant race is the one for your life. Yes, it is. We have Sixth Gun Oni, 25th Anniversary Edition, number one by Oni Press. Excuse me. This is 25th anniversary editions of Classic Oni Titles continues with the facsimile of issue number one of Cullen Bunn and Brian Hertz, the Sixth Gun. During the darkest days of the Civil War, Wicked Cutthroats Wicked Cutthroats came into possession of six, six pistols of otherworldly power. In time, the Sixth Gun the most dangerous of the weapons, vanished. When the gun surfaces in the hands of an innocent girl, dark forces reawaken. Vile men, thought long dead, set their sights on retrieving the gun and killing the girl. Only Drake Sinclair, a gunfighter with a shadowy past, stands in their way, but the guns have a power and a destiny more terrifying than anyone imagines. I wish I was still in the Western stuff, but I just can't can't really get into it. Let's see, what's this sketchbook comics triple threat pack Virgin White edition by Antarctic Press. Ready to head back to art school for the fall semester? Get set for a sketchbook set that'll leave you set to set your creativity soaring. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. We've put our vast variety of sketchbook comics, but while many people are eager to create or commission their own comic book stories, they can settle on which of our several sketchbooks is suitable for their success. Let us take that burden from you. Get this thrilling three-pack of randomly selected sketchbooks for a price that's not sketchy at all. And it is a nice, fair price, but I don't understand if you're just getting sketch covers or complete sketch books, or I don't know what you're completely really getting. Then we have a "Something Is Killing the Children" bandana from Boom Studios. And Sonic the Hedgehog Imposter Syndrome. Where are we at with our timer? Yeah, we'll finish it off here. This is a trade paperback by IDW Publishing. Rivals, fakers, and doppelgangers have been scourges to Sonic for years. But Dr. Starline's newest creations pose an entirely new threat. New challengers, Surge, and Kit were designed for a single purpose... To replace Sonic and Tails as the world's greatest heroes. And that means it's not just the Blue Blur and his friends who should be wary. Dr. Eggman better watch out too. But has Dr. Starline gone too far this time? Yeah, I think he may have. Guessing maybe he might be a character in the third Sonic movie, maybe. But we're going to end it there. And we'll get back with more goodies. Sometime soon? Let's go into space to find some good shit. Get Space Corpse Collected Edition Trade Paperback by Kex Publishing. Hoorah! The Space Corps is here to save the universe. When an alien species attacks Earth, high schooler Devin Taylor is swept up in the machinery of an intergalactic war and finds himself serving alongside strange recruits from across the stars. As the Space Corps' newest enlistee, Devin must come to terms with who he is and the price he's willing to pay for survival. Collects the sprawling story of combat, honor, and duty. Uh, Looks like it could be a fun, interesting story. Space crew. They have a spam brand puzzle, thousand-piece puzzle by Pacific Retail Group, LLC. Everybody wants to put together a can of spam. And we get Spawn Omega Trade Paperback by Image, Todd McFarlane Productions. This thing collects Spawn number 308 to 314. First medieval Spawn is discovered alive, and now a stranger walks into a bar in New Mexico with a revolver on his hip. It sounds like the start of a bad joke, but trust me, Gunslinger Spawn is no punchline. That's the best part of the whole spawn run, in my opinion, right now. I am enjoying that. They have a Spider-Man movie legends, Peter Parker, and Ned Leeds, 2-pack, 6-inch action figure case. And it's cool, because this is this is Ned, the little friend, sidekick, with no powers, that usually don't see them getting their action figure moment. So that's kind of cool that they're doing that. Then we have a Spongebob Squarepants Goofy Goober Wizard Patch <laughs> by Zen Monkey Studios LLC. And they also have a Spongebob Squarepants IGNT I'm a Head Out Patch. Or he's looking all green and getting off his chair to leave the place. There's a Sriracha Puzzle, Thousand Piece Puzzle by Pacific Retail Group, LLC. Then we have Star Runner, Rising Star Number 1. This looks like that. Uh, another set that we read some other issues out of. This is by Ad- Atlantis Studios. A year has passed, and Aurora is increasingly confident in her new abilities. With the help of friends and scientists of Vanguard, her parents' starship has been rebuilt. As the first test launch approaches, troubling visions of the future are making Aura Aurora, Aurora increasingly fearful about what awaits her in the stars. Uh, you gotta get to the stars first before your ship blows up. a yeah, start. Star Trek, Lower Decks, number one, by IDW Publishing. The hit Paramount Plus animated series makes its comics debut. Uh, At the helm, soon after leading her crew on a planetary expedition aimed at building bridges and advancing Federation technology, Captain Freeman begins to suspect that the planet and its people are not all what, it's, what they seem. Meanwhile, the crew in the lower decks take, the, take to the hollow deck, enjoying some much-needed recreational time until a bloodthirsty visitor decides to join in on their games. Well, that could be kind of fun. Let's see what kind of visitor pops into the hollow deck, and you think you're playing with fake things, and they're real. They have a Star Trek Spock bendy figure by Noble Collection, and a Uara bendy figure. Your Star Trek: The Mirror War, Troy Number One One Shot by IDW Publishing. The spotlight turns to Deanna Troy in this one shot set in the Mere universe of the next generation. Expand upon the world of the Mere War. At the turn of a new dawn for the Terran Empire, having achieved victory over the Cardassian, Cardassian, Cardassian Klingon Armada, Vienna Troy reflects on just how far her ambition has driven her on her calculating quest To seek power and escape among the stars. All these Star Wars, Star Trek ones, and I can never find people to buy the Star Trek stuff. So how do they make any money? (laughs) Their fans won't support them. All right. Next up, well, these are all on-running things. Uh, we have Star Wars Visions number one. They're starting another Star Wars run because we don't have enough of them. It's by Marvel Comics. That has a kick-ass cover from the creative mind behind the Star Wars Visions episode. The duel. The duel comes to sequel. Ronan and the Blind. Takashi Okazaki. Afro Samurai, is continuing his storytelling from the acclaimed Star Wars Visions episode, The Duel, featuring the Ronin. The mythology of Star Wars, infused with elements of feudal Japan, makes this issue a must-read for Star Wars and manga fans alike. And it's like I said, the covers kick ass. I, I want to learn more, but I don't want to get on another Star Wars run right now. They have a steampunk dragon tabletop figurine that looks pretty cool. And they have a Stranger Things Holiday Specials trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Let's see what this collects. The the Halloween special, the winter special, and the summer special. So you're getting three specials in here for the price of, like, a six special thing. I'm just saying. Just saying, because it's popular, we're going to crank that price up. But yeah, I'll bargain it maybe in the future if I don't find the specials by themselves cheaper. We have a Street Fighters Master Chung, Chung Lee Number 1 by Udon Entertainment. The strongest woman in the world, Chung Li, stars in her own one-shot adventure. Interpol officer Chung Li travels to her birthplace of China, determined to put an end to a new Sh- shadowloo scheme. Is this her first one? Her first run by herself? I thought she had something back in the 90s or so. But she is the badass of the Street Fighter True, so you would think she'd have her own thing. But. Stuff of nightmares, number one by Boom Studios. R.L. Stein is back, but not for the faint of heart. With a chilling take on an iconic character, perfect for fans of Fear Street and EC Comics horror titles. In Stein's reanimated, reimagining the first of Stein's re Yeah, those things. You're familiar with the classic tale of mad scientist hell-bent on creating life. But what these two demented brothers have created is something else entirely. Horror lovers won't want to miss the legendary author's return to comics in his first creator-owned single-issue series. I mean, give us... They have like a whole novel written here but they don't have no storyline written there it's like give us more tell us about it what's what's it gonna what are they creating we want to know why should i buy it tell me yeah super cats halloween special we're actually coming across quite a few nice halloween things which i was getting worried for a bit this is by scoot launch Costumed kitties and puppies trick or treat for sweets, but some not so nice trouble also stalks the streets. It's time for Halloween fun with Super Cats. Oh no, a real Super Cat runs into a group of fake Super Cats who are up to no good. Have no fear because Super Cats always finds a way to save the day or night. This delightful tale is part of the launch line Designed to help children make the journey from picture books to comics, safe for the youngest of readers, Super Cats Halloween Special is an all-ages treat for the entire family. I'm sure that'd be a fun little story time book for the family to read. And then we have Superman War World Apocalypse Number One One Shot by DC Comics. It has all led to this, the final battle between Superman and Mongol. And between the Authority and Mongol's unmade champions, the identity of the hooded stranger has been revealed, uncovering a shocking betrayal that threatens to crush Superman's rebellion forever. But as the fate of Warworld relies on Superman, the last chance to return his powers now lies with Natasha and John Henry Irons. Yeah. Mongol wasn't a character I cared about ever, so. And Superman was I'm not big on either, so. They have a Star Wars Grogu prized possession window decal of Grogu with his little ball toy that he loves in the first Mandalorian series. Tales of Terror, Quarterly, Rise of Cthulhu. Uh, This is by Xenoscope Entertainment. 72 pages of content. For millennia. It has slept while the grim universe grew around it. Remembered only in myth and legend. Its name has been whispered throughout time. Cthulhu. It is evil incarnate and its awakening foretells... The end of mankind, the beginning of the end of the Grim Universe, is here. Dread Cthulhu's slumber is over. We've been waiting for a big thing to happen with Cthulhu. Well, it is happening. Alright. We're already doing side ones for this series, and we're only in the second issue already. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Armageddon Game, The Alliance, number one by IDW Publishing. Kara, tasked by her estranged grandfather, the Shredder, to protect New York City, Oroku Kari faces her first true test as Master of the Foot Clan, when four mysterious mutant ninja turtles unleash seemingly random acts of violence against the city. The Armageddon game has begun, and the rules have changed. Will Karai have what it takes to play her part and lead her forces against these strange new threats? Especially when some of her own mutant allies are questioning what side of the Foot Clan should be playing for in the first place? It's the official tie-in to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Armageddon game. So, yeah, but how many more tie-ins are you gonna come out with? I thought I'd be all right getting into this, and you're already pushing out tie-ins to it. Said so I'm gonna be jumping off it until you trade it out. I guess. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures number one. Now this brings back my young days by IDW Publishing. My younger days, not my childhood days. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> In 1987, I was 17. The world at large was introduced to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by way of a catchy theme song and an action-packed cartoon. The cartoon's aesthetic returns in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' Saturday Morning Adventures, featuring an all-new set of standalone stories. In this issue, after an unexpected power surge, The heroes in a half shell find themselves trapped in a training simulator, fighting to free themselves from the digital clutches of some of their most fearsome foes. Get ready for VR in deep trouble. And try not to worry if that theme song is already stuck in your head. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage, teenage turtles, heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Ah, good shit. Good times. Bring back memories. Yeah, I'll go back to that and drop off this other Armageddon thing for a while. <laughs> Until they decide how far they're going to go and trade themselves out. We got Teflon fl- Funk, trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Since the death of her parents, 14-year-old Inez Joselyn can't catch a break. Yeah, it's, you've been alive for so long. <laughs> I know, she lost your parents. Don't be a dick. Still, she's determined to make a better life for herself. After a mysterious man helps her out of a tough spot, she finds herself in the middle of a drug conflict. Along with her strange new friend, Inez will work with a young female cop with a strong sense of justice and a sword, sword-wielding bartender to protect the streets of New York from the new drug that's like nothing else on Earth. Teflon Funk is more than a comic. It's a cultural movement. Uh, sounds like a updated version of Alice in Wonderland to me, but that's just me. I'm sure it has nothing to similarities. The Least We Can Do, number one, by Image Comics. Mysterious magical power arises from a world nearly destroyed by war. A young woman fights for her ideas of revolution, and to build a new society from the debris. Realizing that she can't do it, alone, she has to prove her worth to the Eclipse rebels to join them against the dreadful Eden army. A story of discovering what is right and what love means in a military-occupied and socially oppressed United Kingdom. All well, that sounds just joyous. That was the. Was that the Panic? No. Next up is the Panic trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Ten strangers trapped beneath the Hudson River are forced to depend on their fellow commuters in order to survive an apocalyptic event. Those left must fight their way through more than rubble to make it to safety. But the darkness is closing in, and with it, their own individual fears and paranoia. It'll be a long road to the end of the tunnel. That is, if they don't kill each other before they get there. So this was a comic-solid Ology original that's now coming to print, which is always nice when they do those. They have a Thor Love and Thunder 144 piece set. They all that's from Attaboy, and they also have a 24 count magnet assortment. There's a Thor Love and Thunder 3D foam bag clip line mystery box from Monogram Direct. They have a Thor Love and Thunder Korg life-size standee, which I think is pretty cool. I wouldn't mind him by Advanced Graphics, and they also have a Thor, the male Thor standee, and the the Mighty Thor standee, the female. All from Advanced Graphics, and they also have the two life, the Thor two life-size standee. I don't know what that's from. Then, Tim Drake, Robin, number one, by DC Comics. This is Step Aside, Damien. The world's favorite Robin has got this. That's right. After years away, Tim Drake is taking center stage in a brand spanking new Robin series of his very own. A mystery over a year in the making takes shape as a new villain who's been hounding Tim from afar decides to take things up close and personal putting Bernard and everyone else Tim cares about in peril as things go from bad to worse for the world's oldest and canonically talented or canonically tallest robin no, I will not be fact-checking that. All that, and Tim finally carves out a corner of Gotham City just for himself and sets up shop in his very own murder shack boat. Interesting. That would probably be a key issue to jump onto if you're going to just check onto something. But <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting a scratchy throat. I'm going to have to stop here in a second. Let's see, let's do a couple quick ones here. We got Titans, United Blood, Blood Pack number one. This is also by DC Comics. The Titans are back. United against a common foe, aren't they? All seems lost when Tim Drake wakes. Out of uniform and seemingly out of time. Surely he was just fighting alongside Nightwing. Superboy, Starfire, Beast Boy... And Donna Troy. But where where is Raven, and what links her to the Fearsome Five? Well, they have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, The Last Ronin PX Coffee Mug by Surreal Entertainment. I know they had a bunch of other coffee mugs, but for a basic coffee mug, that's one I won't mind, Tragedy of Macbeth, number one of two, by Clover Press, LLC. Shakespeare died over 400, and no story captures the mysticism and brutality of Scottish history quite like Macbeth. This graphic novel aims to tell the darkest version yet of this tale of witchcraft, murder, manipulation, and unbridled ambition. When we first met Macbeth, he is a hero. He has fought vali- vali- valiantly for his country and saved Scotland from invasion by land and sea. But a mysterious encounter with three witches who claim to see his future on the throne spurs his interest in being king. This sets in motion a spiral of evil as Macbeth pushes destiny and descends even de- ever deeper into the Abyss. And if you're into Shakespeare stuff, and if you're in school, and you might have to read Macbeth or anything, it's probably a good way to learn about it, but you're probably going to find out that you're going to hear stories that you didn't hear of before in this one. But I'm sure they'll make it a lot more fun than what it's going to be like reading the other book. You know what I mean? And it does say it's by William Shakespeare. So... And apparently the guy's still alive or something. Still writing books. I don't know. But hey, just tell your teacher, hey, I read it. I, I, I read what you told me. All right. Let's end it there. And we'll get back with some more goodies sometime soon. So how about some Trailer Park Boys in the gutters, number one? Trailer Park Boys are back with an all-new anthology comic book. First they made a comic book, then they were bagged and boarded, but now they're right where they belong, in the gutters. This new book contains 40 pages of hilarious, violent, messed-up stories following Ricky, Julian, of course. Uh. And bubbles I'll be right back I gotta let, let the cat in for a second yeah you're not my child cat as soon as I start you gotta do that all right I knew it was gonna happen as soon as I started recording you just had to come in do not come in before that just had to lay down at the door alright so that was some trailer parks boys stuff for ya now we have Transformers fans we have best of our Cree number one or R-C-A-R-C-E-E one shot by IDW publishing it looks like they're doing the same thing that they did with the turtles best of stories for the different characters which was awesome So if you're a Transformer fan, you'll like these. They also have Best of Bumblebee, number one, one one-shot, and Best of Starscream, number one, one one-shot. Then they have a Tubbs Destiny Katie, Six Collectible Duck by Tubbs. These are all those little rubber duckies that are all done up like the characters. It's just awesome. They're fun. They're easy. I got tons of different rubber duckies. Uh, Legend of the Ring, Arwen, collectible duck. A golem, which is really creepy, but you almost want to have it. There's a Saruman, and a Pennywise duck. They have a Turbo Kid, Skeletron Unleashed, number one, by Sumerian Comics. The origin story of Skeletron, the villain from the cult movie Turbo Kid. Now distributed on Amazon Prime with a sequel film and a video game in development. With this double-size one-shot, written by directors and drawn, yeah. That's interesting. The Turbo Kid was actually an interesting movie way back in the day and kind of catchy at the time. There's a Tweety 24-count magnet assortment. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl has an omnibus with two different covers out there by Marvel Comics. And they, let's see what they collect. Looks like it's collecting the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl 2015A, number 1 to 8, 2015B, number 1 to 50, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl Beats Up the Marvel Universe, Howard the Duck, 2015 B, number 6, and material from A Year of Marvel's Unbeatable are not brand-eck, 2017, number 14. So, nice little collection. There's an Unholy Rebel bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. There's unretouchable graphic novel by Graphic Universe. Olive is spending the summer before art school at a covered inter or coveted internship, helping one of the fashion industry's elite digital imagining specialist. After a glamorous New York photo shoot, she learns that taking pictures is only the first step. She discovers the violent verbs. of image retouching software and the secrets behind virtual remodels. Soon Olive is fixated on her own appearance and pondering the ethics of her work behind the scenes. As college gets closer, she'll try to get out on her own, out of her own head, attempt to quit the internet, and finally embrace Image making on her own terms. Unretouchable is a window into the little known, hugely influential world of fashion photography and a tribute to self-acceptance. And probably a lot of douchiness. We have Usher of the Dead. R-B-I-L men do one shot. By Blood Moon Comics. Serial is an angel of death. This is what happens when a serial killer becomes the target of his scrutiny. His judgment is swift and harsh, making the killer seem tame. It's uh, too small a description. We have a vampire macabre Nasratu one shot. Vampire macabres that I've seen so far were very well done. This is by Asylum Press. Asylum Press brings you a horrific bloodthirsty collection of all-new vampire tales, featuring an international cast of artistic talent. Frank Forte delivers another installment of our favorite vampire queen, Nosferatuks. Frank Forte and Ed Men revive Zafira, the night killer, for another round of post-apocalyptic vampire action. And lastly, Tim Vigil gives us Feline Fatal, a seductive female vampire, wakes up from her coffin and prepares to walk the night. She is interrupted by a prowler black cat, a must for all vampire fans. Alright, almost out of things here. We got a Vampire vs. Limited Edition number 1 of 12. This debut issue introduces Angelica, an exotic dancer in the New York City club scene who is unwittingly turned into a creature of the night. As she tries to make sense of what she has become, she learns of a bloody vampire war that is being fought in the streets and subway tunnels of New York City. New York City! Slowly, the truth unfolds as Angelica begins to realize she is the key part of an ancient scrolled prophecy known as the Vampire Verses. Limited to 1,000 copies, original first printing signed by Frank Forte in gold ink. This issue comes baked and boarded with a certificate of authenticity. We have Vampirella Mind Warp, number one. Another new Vampirella run? Holy shit. By Dynamite Entertainment. It's a deadly chase across reality in a Vampirella epic unlike any you've seen before. Enter the twisted world of Mind Warp. Meet Baroness Grisal, an evil sorcerer with an ancient crown that possesses dreadful powers. Grisal's ambition is to live 1,000 years, and she plans to accomplish this by stealing and inhabiting the powerful body of Vampirella. What follows is a mad chase across time and space itself, as seen through the prism of Vampirella's wild history and dark origins. Another new Vampirella run. Jeez, really? Can't we just enjoy what we got for a while? (laughs) I'd love her, but damn it. (laughs) We got Vampire's Blood one-shot by Asylum Press. Miss Carswell cracks open another coffin-loaded collection of foul-fanged Batwing terrors from the golden age of pre-code comics six sinister tales to assault your salivating senses as you're transported back in time to face a rather bloodthirsty ancestor in Blood for the Vampire. Legendary artist Mel Kiefer asks you if there's anything worse than a special onbeat soup. And then Harry Lazarus unleashes one of the most insidiously mad monster mashups ever in The Wolf Pyre. Plus a true vampires of history lesson, a shivery sub superb cover by Sid Jack, additional crypt classics from the Harvey Stanley Morse and lots more. the last one I read was great. Tons of enjoyable stuff in it. And I will be definitely getting this one also for the collection. Got Van Helsing, Flesh of My Blood, number one, by Xenoscope Entertainment. In the midst of a hunt for a creature that she's never previously encountered or heard of, Van Helsing must call on her friend, Dr. Julie Jekyll, to aid her. But when this being seems to know their deepest, darkest secrets and greatest weaknesses, even their combined forces may not be enough to defeat it. Well, that's why you add Hyde to the picture. That's why you're bringing Jekyll along. We have Vanish number one by Image Comics from Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman, JP Mayer, Sonia Obach, John J. Hill. The all star creative team that brought you Venom comes an all new take on the classic hero's quest. Oliver Harrison was a mythical hero who slayed the greatest threat to his realm before even hitting puberty. But that was then. As an adult, Oliver leads an average cookie-cutter suburban life aside from the fact that he's mentally unstable, massively paranoid, smokes like a chimney, and gets blackout drunk every night to hide from his horrific nightmares. Will the arrival of a superhero team called the Prestige prove the madness isn't all in Oliver's head? And what about all the epic fantasy crap from his childhood? Join us for a brutal as hell tale of the magical world's gifted youth, evil sorcerers, superheroes, war, blood, guts, and death that punches you right in the face. That sounds like it could be... Well worth checking out. We got Bending Machine Dessert Figure Blind Mystery Box 9-Piece Display by Toy City. We have a Very Archie Christmas Trade Paperback by Archie Comics. Have a holly jolly Christmas in this title featuring some of Archie's most merry stories. It's the most wonderful time of year. Once again, Archie and the gang are doing the last of their Christmas shopping and decking the halls in the special collection. <laughs> the rest of it doesn't work. Can Archie get his Christmas decorating done in time for the big day? Will Reggie get his name taken off Santa's naughty list? Get ready for the gift of festively fun tales from Riverdale. It's too early to start Christmas shit. There's no new stories in there, so you fail. We have Victor Crowley Hatchet Halloween Tales 4, number one. This is a Christmas present to me by American Mythology. It's back! The annual Victor Crowley Halloween bloodbath is here. And this year it's bigger, bolder, and bloodier than ever. We start with our biggest announcement yet. This is a whopping cover-to-cover horror extravaganza. No ads, just pure hatchet Halloween horror. From start to finish. No other comics give you that much gore, and by special demand, this year's stories will be introduced by the ghost and of victims past. Who will see? Jack Cracker? Ben? Samson? Reverend Zombie? Maybe even Bob? There's only one way to find out. Ask your comics retailer to reserve a copy of this year's Hatchet Halloween Tales and sit back with three brand new over the top stories of terror comes with yeah comes with a bunch of different things I think that was a kickstarter also that I don't think I jumped on I was going to but it was number four of the set and I just yeah I think I held off on that Walking Without a Soul A Sumerian Comics The first in a trilogy of graphic novels by Elise Fernandez, based on the vibrant universe that is walking without a soul. Imagine that you have the chance to choose how you'd like to live, how you'd like to be, in your next life. How you simply need to make a deal with these creatures, just before the moment death comes to take you. They can grant you any wish. They can fulfill your deepest desires, no matter how selfish, perverse, or twisted they are. The price, your soul. Yeah, it's not worth your soul to choose how your next life's going to be you and you don't know if you're going to screw something up and end up not liking it, something from it. They have a Wang Dending and Ban Boo Boo. Figure Blind Mystery Box, eight piece display by Actoys. Toys. They have a Web Witch number one to five pure art covers bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. And there's West Moon Chronicles number one by Scout Comics. The elusive creatures of mud and blood, known as the Dukeebi, Duk, live just off Route four in East Texas. In the ancient pine forest known as the Tangle Chase, Jun-hoo, a Korean immigrant with a shadowy past, and his estranged grandson, Jae-soon, are the only people in the nearby town of Bane who know the true nature of the Dukibi. Together, they must figure out what's causing the creatures to turn hostile. Perhaps it has something to do with the interdimensional portal At the heart of the tangle chase. For it is from here that the past comes knocking. Demanding a reckoning from both men. You don't know what that creature is. Never heard of that one before. But it sounds interesting. We have World of Archie's Comics. Jumbo Comics Digest number 123 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First in Doom Back from the Tomb. While the gang is on a hike, Jughead steps into an opening in a hollow tree and then disappears. The gang begins to investigate and promptly disappear one by one as they follow each other. It turns out to be an elevator to an underground lair. What will they unearth there? Sounds like some Wonderland stuff. Then, in case of the party party crasher... Archie gets meta in this party on the Archie Comics lot. Your favorite characters are all letting loose in between making comics, but when Archie finds out a supervillain is threatening to crash their celebration, it's time for Detective Sam Hill to stop the break in before it happens. All right. Then, the, oh no, this isn't. We got a WWE. E. King Macho Man metallic vinyl pop figure. This is by Entertainment Earth, though, not by Funko, which is. I thought they were the same company, but. Then we have X Men First Class Road Trips graphic novel by Marvel Comics. This collects X Men First Class 2007, number one to nine. So if you missed out on that, you can get the collection. They have X Terminators, volume two, number one. This is resolicited by Marvel Comics, if you missed it out the first time. Enter the Grindhouse of X. When Jubilee and Boom Boom agree to take Dazzler out for a night on the town to console her after her nasty breakup, they have no idea they're about to be kidnapped and put into elaborate death traps for their efforts. What are three girls with the power to blow things up to do? So yeah, I remember talking about that one before. They have Yours Cruelly, El Vellabra, Memoirs of Mistress of the Dark by Hatchet Book Group, which we all need. Then they have Z People, number one. This is by Binge Books. Just in time for Halloween, The Walking Dead meets Gilligan's Island in this hilarious Zomcom about what happens after a virus leaves six uninfected people trapped in quarantine with three million zombies. (laughs) Yeah, that could be a bummer. This looks like a fun one for me. Yeah, Darren Henry and Tom Richmond bring you a story that tickles your funny bone as it chomps on your brain. Then tour the Morbid Museum as legendary artist Al Milgram Draws a dark comedy from horror host Barbara McCobb who is rhyming narration melds Stephen King with Dr. Seuss. And it's a great price for the size of this thing. It's like, you can't go wrong. Gotta check it out. And then fans of Zitz, they have a Zitz Treasury trade paperback, Binge Worthy by Andrews McMeal Publishing. If you like that comic strip, you can check that out. And that will end it for our previews of this month's items that are coming out in the near future. So I hope you heard of some stuff that interests you and we'll get back to you next month with more goodies then. So have a good one.